0: Hello, hello, hello everyone. My name is Mukonya Sheila, and I am (coughs) happy to share with us throughout the whole of this week. (coughs) I'm sorry this is coming in late, But, yeah, it's coming in at least. And before we begin, let's pray. Lord, Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for you remain faithful, you remain merciful, you remain good, and you remain good in every situation, Lord. Forgive us where we have gone wrong in whatever we have thought, in whatever we've done, in whatever we've said. That's not pleasing to you, Lord. I pray that you'll forgive us, have mercy, and purify us, Lord. Even as we are going to listen to what you have to speak to us today, I pray that your spirit will help us understand us more and may prepare our hearts to be able to take in what you have to tell us Father. And whatever that shall put into practice, whatever we get from this devotion, Lord, may your name be glorified, all in all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So... Let's get into it. So today our devotion is uh, titled "God the Father." God the Father. Yeah. So I think I don't know if it was yesterday or today. That is actually Father's Day. But whatever day it is, yeah, we we celebrate the fathers. Um. Some of us have have lost our fathers. I actually have a friend that lost her dad yesterday, which is really, really sad. And we pray, we pray for comfort for those that have lost their fathers, their parents in general really. But we continue we continue to celebrate their lives, their lives that our fathers shared with us even while they were still here. And for those that have their fathers and are still around, even those that may not actually be our biological fathers, but are actually fathering us, we continue to appreciate these fathers, yeah. Don't just state us or tell them sweet ones. Actually celebrate them, yeah, in actions. In whatever you can do. Make them feel celebrated. Yeah, also, I'm not a father, but I have seen fathers and what they do and So, in this devotion, I am going to re- relate eh, to both the earthly fathers and our heavenly father, God. Yeah, because our topic is God the Father. So, what am I saying? our heavenly Father. As we know from John chapter 1 verse 12 to 13 it says Yet to all who did receive him to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent nor of human decision or husband's will but born of God. So from this portion has been talked about yet or who did receive him to us believed in his name that he means Jesus Christ. So if you know, you're listening to this, and you have received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then you are a child of God. Yeah? That's where I stand to say, God, Heavenly Father. So, if you have received Christ, let us jubilate because
1: we are children
0: of God. He is God is our Father. Yeah. And who else do we know that is a child of God, son of God? Commonly known. That's Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's God's son. You remember in Matthew chapter 3, where Jesus was being baptized and a dove came upon his shoulder. Verse 17 of Matthew chapter 3 says, And a voice from heaven said, This is my son, whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. Yeah, and this shows that Jesus is also child of God. So that makes him our brother. If you do not agree with um, with me, like calling Jesus our brother, I want you to look at Hebrews chapter two, verse eleven. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 11 And Romans chapter 8 verse 29 nine. are going read them now And I hope you've noted them down To see how Jesus actually calls us His brothers and sisters So yeah, we share We share a father with Jesus Christ Isn't that awesome guys? Anyways, let's continue So We Even as children of God eh? We, we tend to feel this way, that I'm going to talk about in Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. It says, this is the story of Jesus coming in the storm, yeah? But let me read through it. It says, on that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this? That even the wind and the sea obey him. Yeah? So, what I was saying is that even as children of God, eh? We tend to feel like this sometimes, at least I do sometimes. Yeah, you, you know, in verse uh, 38, 38b, or oh, actually 38, it says, But he was in the stand asleep on the cushion, and the occupant man said to him, Teacher, do, do you not care that we are perishing? Recently, a few days back, eh? I have been feeling like. I I am a child of God and I know I am a child of God and I know all these things about God but still just like the disciples had been following Jesus all this time had seen his good works had seen yeah some things eh, about him and all they still questioned that do you not care that we are doing what that we are perishing so even me as a child of God eh, as wondering but how 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 does God let all this happen? I think we all know what's going on, yeah, the country um, with with COVID and, you know, and the lockdown, like there's so much, there's so much death, there's so much pain, there's confusion, yeah, people wondering, what's next? You you understand eh? So I had just reached the point of wondering, hey, hey, but God, oh, I would go to pray, and I failed because I was wondering, but. Hey, hey, God let this happen, you understand. So, I was just saying that even as children of God, yeah, we we sometimes think this about the Father. So, remember, we talked about Jesus being a son of God, too, yeah. So, let's not think that it was only these disciples that felt this way, yeah, about their Father. Jesus, too, felt sorrowful. Let's go to Mark. Chapter fourteen, verse uh, thirty-four to thirty-six. This was when he went to to get some money before he was going to be killed. Before he was going to be handed over to be killed. So he had taken them to pray with him. So verse, um, this is Mark chapter fourteen, verse thirty-four says, and he said to them, to, uh, the disciples had taken it, and he said to them. My soul is very sorrowful. Sorry, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little further, he fell on the ground and prayed, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. Uh, for this part, I just wanted to bring out the point that. Jesus felt pain too, yeah. Jesus, just like yeah, sad about what's going on and all. He also felt pain, yeah. Our brother, our brother Jesus. Mm. Then, Mark chapter fifteen, verse thirty four is when he's on the cross, yeah, he's about to die, and see what he says. He says, uh, verse verse thirty four of Mark chapter fifteen, and at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi which means my God, my God why have you forsaken me guys this is Jesus the most holy one that we could ever know about on this earth yeah? the son of God of <laughs> guys, Jesus has said my God, my God why have you forsaken me point is Jesus our brother Jesus also felt this way, yeah. About God, His Father. So my point in all this is that, yes, we feel like God is not He's not seen properly. He like feel like he's a bit far. You understand it? But feelings. Yes, we get these feelings. That's that's true. That's a fact. We as as humans, I get these feelings. But feelings can be deceptive and we know that. And may not represent the truth on ground. For example, you can feel like, "Uh, I feel like my friend no longer likes me because they are doing this or what. Yet, in actual sense, they actually still care for you, but it's just a feeling, really. So, what truth should we stand on even when these feelings are there? Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verse 8 says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Yeah? It says, The Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. But remember what we were feeling. We were feeling like, "God, are you there? Remember the disciples were feeling? Jesus, do you not care? And remember Numbers 23. 19 says, God is not human that he should lie. Not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? So guys, you know how we're talking about earthly fathers and heavenly fathers, yeah? Your earthly father can promise you something. But, guys, he's human. He will at a point not fulfill that. But if God, God, God the father tells you I will never leave you nor forsake you. Guys, trust. Oh, trust even when it's hard to trust. You trust that he is with you in that hard time. Trust that he is with you because Numbers twenty-three nineteen 19 has told us that he is not human, that he should lie. He is not a human being, that he should change his mind. So friends, he is telling the truth when he tells you I will never leave you, nor forsake you however much you feel otherwise in the situation however much you feel it is not true in the moment he will not leave you, nor forsake you also, holding on to the truth yeah we need to go back to God when in these moments when we feel like this Going back to the two examples I gave of the disciples, wondering if Jesus was not caring, and then Jesus also asking why God had forsaken him. One thing I learned from these two these two scenarios is that the disciples did not just feel this and leave it and be annoyed with Jesus. They actually asked him. They asked Jesus himself and asked him do you not care that we are going to drown? Yeah, they asked Jesus himself, Of oh, they spoke their heart, they spoke from their mind. If also Jesus spoke and God, asked, God, can you take away this cup of suffering from me? Of oh, He spoke from his heart, yet not my will, but yours be done. So what I get from this is that even when you feel this way, because there are times we shall feel this way, yeah? let's go back to God and tell him, God, I feel this. I feel like you're not doing anything about this. You understand? Let's be honest with him. I tell him I feel this pain. Hmm? Anyways, and he really wants us to talk to him, yeah? And <laughs> remember, Matthew chapter 7 verse 19 11, tells us, which of you, okay, here Jesus is speaking to parents, eh? Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in Heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? How much more will your Father in Heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? is yes. how much more? Eh? Your Father in Heaven, good. your Father in Heaven, as good help as, as he is. If your father, if your parent, if your friends there can give you good things when you ask them, how much more? Can your father in heaven give you good gifts if you ask him? Like what I was saying, go back to God. However much you're feeling that way, go back to God, be honest with him and ask. How much more? Anyways, like I was saying he wants us to do it to go back to him and seek him yeah let's go to 2nd chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 it says verse 14 if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Like I said, go back to God. Go back to God in you know, all honesty. Go back to God. Is it you yourself that you're praying for? Is it your family that you're praying for? Is it the nation you're praying Is it your friends that you're praying for? Oh, guys, my friends, my friends are in pain friends are in pain but i am reminded to go back to go back to God, to seek his friends from this yeah god the father himself is telling us hmm? is telling us to come back to him if only if i just read second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 if only we go back to him he is calling us to communicate with him he's calling us back to a place of prayer guys all over the country, hmm? there, there, there are people, there, are, there is fasting and prayer being announced. Yeah. Guys, take this opportunity. Oh, we've been given 42 days. Hmm? I know some days are past, but I think we have now like 39 or something. Guys, use this time. Use this time. If if you have it on you, if it's a burden, go back. Go back to God. God the Father. Remember, he, He's listening. Remember, he will never leave us no forsake us. He is listening. And he's not calling us. He's not calling us and saying, If my people are called by my name, humble themselves, and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, not forget their sin and heal their land. God is willing. God is willing. And remember, we've said, if a human being can give us good gifts when you ask for them, how about God? Yeah? God, our Father in heaven, won't you give us good gifts to those who ask Him? So, guys, he is willing he is willing Mm. let us go back and pray let us go back and fast Yeah. let us go back and ask our father God our father anyways three major things in case we've forgotten already first, God our father cares and is with us Hmm? two, God our father actually wants to hear from us in all honesty three fulfill his promises because he's not man to lie. So guys, be encouraged. Good, Our Father is with us and he's listening. Let's go back to him. Thank you so much. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for the word you've spoken to us. I thank you for you. You are our Father who will never leave us nor forsake us and will give us good gifts if we ask Lord, me come to you as our Father, who we know loves us so much as our Father does, and who wants the best for us, Lord. We come back to you and we ask you to heal our land, Father. We ask you to heal our land in every sense, my King of Kings. Even starting with our with ourselves, oh Lord, heal our hearts, Father. Then heal our friends, heal our families, heal the nation, King of Kings. We know you will because you have promised that you
1: will. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi, hello, people of God. Good morning and praise the living God. My name is Claire Buenje and I welcome you all to our morning devotion. And also, from me to you, is a happy new month. May the good Lord amaze you in this month of March. Amen and Amen. Our devotion today is from Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1 to 4 and our topic is bearing the burden. But before we can listen to the word of God, please let's bow our heads in prayer. Father Lord, King of Kings, Lord of Abraham, Lord of Isaac and Lord of Jacob, We pray to thank you so much for this day. We pray to thank you so much for the gift of life. We pray to thank you so much for the gift of salvation, O Lord. We thank you, Lord Almighty, for your love that is unconditional, for your mercies that are new every morning. We thank you for the provision, for the guidance. We thank you, Lord, for everything. King of glory, we pray. We thank you once again for this day and also to place it into your hands, O oh God. Lord, we pray that this day will be a day like no other. Lord, it will be a day of full of blessings that whatever we touch with your with our hands will be blessed, O oh Lord, and whatever we plan on doing, it will be blessed of you, O oh Lord. King of glory, I pray that this day will be a day to remember, O oh Lord. Father King of Glory, I pray to thank you and also place into your hands the new month, the month of March. I pray that it will be a month of harvest. It will be a month of celebration. It will be a month of new achievements. It will be a month of serving you. It will be a month of giving and also receiving from you, O Lord. It will be a month of sharing your word. It will be a month of abundance, O Lord. Father King of Glory, I pray that testimonies will increase in this month. People will testify from testimony to testimony in the powerful name of the Lord. And I pray to you, King of Glory, that as we prepare our hearts and our ears to listen from your word, all the other voices may be silenced and only yours and yours may be heard. Thank you, King of Glory. Thank you, Lord of Lords. Through your Son, we have been able to pray with thanksgiving. And all God's people say amen and amen wow 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 bearing the burden is our topic today and friends i encourage us to open our bibles to nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1 to 4 as we follow this beautiful story of nehemiah an excellent leader so as i was reading this story of nehemiah uh, uh, And as also you're going to be reading, we see that Nehemiah's burden was to rebuild the walls and gates of Jerusalem that were torn down. And even when you go further, verse 4, you will see that Nehemiah put together all his skills, abilities, and talents to build for God. Nehemiah left everything that he held dear and Came back to Jerusalem to do the work of God. Amen. What a lesson for us to take. That we may be in position to leave everything that we consider dear to us, that we love so very much, and for the sake of doing the work of God, we say, No, let go for the sake of the work of God. Amen. As nehemiah received when the when nehemiah received the 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 news of what was happening in jerusalem i appreciate the fact that instead of him complaining and wallowing in grief and beating himself up he decided that he's going to do something he looked at the situation and he said i am called to do something god has assigned me to do something about this. I pray that when we look at such situations that that, that appear in our lives, things when we look at such things that are, that are happening today, things that you know put us down, may we stand with confidence and say, I am called to do something. I will do something about this. Instead of complaining, my boss this my, 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 my wife, this, my husband, this, my neighbor, this. You know, instead of complaining, instead of grumbling, may we say we will fix it. Maybe I, I will pray over this. I will go and speak with them. Maybe I will change this. I will change the other. I love this when I read it and as, I was like, wow. Instead of complaining, he says he will fix it. He will rebuild the walls. He will not let his uh, his uh, his fellow his fellow people suffer. He will not let them cry. He will fix something. He will change something. Amen. What a great Christian. What a great lover of God. What a great servant of the Lord. I pray that the Lord may place such hearts in, uh, in us that we may be able to say we will change something for God. We will change something for the sake of God's people. We will change something for the sake of God doing things for God. And as uh, with as, as as reading this story, a question came into my head and I would love us this morning to also ask ourselves the same question. Are there walls today that need our fixing? Are there are there some walls that we are called to rebuild? What is our burden like Nehemiah's burden was to rebuild those uh, walls and gates of Jerusalem that were torn down what is it that you feel you need to fix what is it that you're called to rebuild is it at your workplace is it in your marriage is it in your children is it in your church is it in your in your school what is it i'd love us to you know examine ourselves and also ask ourselves the same question what is it that i am called to fix remember there is a place for you in god's work and we pray that the lord may help us to know our place and we start on it you know god has put us in those offices in those places because he wants us to introduce prayer in them. He wants us to do something for him in those he wants us to fix those problems. That's why he has put us in those in those places. The Lord has put us in those marriages in those families, because He wants us to do something for Him in, that, in, the, in those families, in those marriages. He wants us to do something for Him in our children, in churches. He wants us to do something. He wants us to work together for him, for the, ex, for the expansion of His kingdom. He wants us to fix something. He, want us to, he wants us to change something for His people. Amen. Amen. God uses each person in a different, in a unique way To accomplish his purpose God used When, when, when God uh, Called Nehemiah He was willing to put aside everything his, his good position He put it aside And said I will run to Jerusalem I will fix that problem I will fix I will bring joy back to Jerusalem I will do something about this And I pray today that may the Lord help us. And may we also avail ourselves that when the Lord is, calls unto us, we are ready to move and go and work together with Him and also do something for Him and for His people. May we avail ourselves to be used of the Lord. May we prepare our hearts so the Lord may use us. I pray today that may the good Lord raise Nehemiahs. People who will not just discuss a situation. People who will not complain about situations. People who will not grumble over things. But who will do something about it. It's my prayer today. That we will be able to do something in case of any challenge, in case of any problem. That we will do something. We will pray over it. We will, re, we, will, we will find out what can we do about it. We will do something about it. Thank you very much. I pray that the Lord blesses you and have a good day. Hi, hello people of God. A very good morning to you all. And praise the living God. My name is Claire Buenje and I welcome you all to our morning devotion taken from Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 5 to 11 and our topic today is "All oh Lord, hear my prayer. Let's bow our heads in prayer as we prepare to listen from the word of God. Father Lord, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Lord of Abraham, Lord of Isaac, Lord of Jacob, we thank you so much for the gift of a new day. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for your love that is unconditional, Lord. We thank you for your masses that are new every morning. Lord, we thank you so much for the gift of families. We thank you for the gift of friends. We thank you for the things that we do. We thank you, Lord. We take nothing for granted. Lord, we thank you for who you are in us. We thank you for who we are in you, O oh Lord. And we thank you so very much for what we have, O oh Lord. For we know it for sure that all that we have, you have given. Father, Lord, King of glory, we bless this day and everything that concerns it into your hands, O oh God. We pray that you bless us in this day. Bless The works of our hands, O God, bless us in everything that we do, O God. I pray that this day will be full of blessings, that everything we do, O God, will carry your blessing, O Lord. Father King of Kings, may we all be filled with great joy at the end of this day. May we carry testimonies about your goodness throughout this day, O Lord. Father, King of Glory, I pray that as we listen from you, may we be blessed, O oh God. May we listen to what you have to say to us, O oh Lord, for I know your word comes to us to heal, to teach, and bless us, O oh Lord. Father, King of Glory, I pray that all the other voices may be silenced, and only yours and yours Lord, be heard. Thank you, Lord thank you jesus through your son we have been able to pray with thanksgiving and all god's people say amen and amen thank you um may we open our bibles to nehemiah chapter 1 verse 5 to 11 and be blessed yeah well nehemiah fasted and prayed for several days expressing his sorrow for Israel's sin. And his desire was that Jerusalem would again come alive with the worship of the one true God. We see Nehemiah praising, repenting on behalf of the people of Israel. He he repented on behalf of his family. We see Nehemiah giving thanks to the Lord. And ladies and gentlemen, such heartfelt prayers like Nehemiah's can help us go through Problems that may come our way, such heartfelt prayers can help us achieve that that seems hard in our, right in front of us. It can help us do wonders and miracles. It, ha- it can help us know what the Lord has called us to do. Just like Nehemiah, by the end of his prayer, he knew what action he had to take he knew what god had called him to do he knew what he was supposed to do and as uh, and as christians I, I i pray that we may be encouraged and have lessons to learn from nehemiah that we may fall in love with praying that we that, that in all times we will kneel before god and pray over the big and the small things that when we are faced with a challenge instead of you know uh, complaining and also asking questions the number one thing for us to do is to kneel before god and pray and seek guidance and seek god's counsel and ask him what am i supposed to do in this situation what am i called what am i called to do and i know god will help us and god will direct us on what to do when we pray as Christians, when we pray as God's children, what seems impossible becomes possible. What we feel we can't manage, we do with great ease. Friends, each each one of us is unique and capable of serving God, no matter what our position. Just as Nehemiah used his place as a, king, as a king's servant to intercede for his people, we can use our, our, our present positions in our different offices, in our schools, in our churches, in our homes, in our neighborhoods. We can use those positions to serve God and His people. Wow. May we be called upon to do something for God in, 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 in every place that we are in. May we have lessons to learn from Nehemiah. May we be willing to leave anything that, that keeps us so busy for the sake of God's work. As we ask God to grant us all the success we need for, his God, for, for God's work. I pray that the Lord blesses each and every one of us and have a very beautiful day. God bless you and goodbye. Hello people of God, a very good morning to you all and praise the living God. Claire Buenje right here and I welcome you all to our morning devotion taken from the book of Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 and our topic this morning is accepting the reality. Let's pray as we prepare our hearts to listen from God. Amen. Let's pray. Father, Lord in heaven, the uncreated creator, King of kings and Lord of lords, the Lord of Isaac, the Lord of Jacob, and the Lord of Abraham, we worship you, we adore you, we bless your name, O Lord, we magnify your holy name, for you deserve it all, my Lord. This morning, we come before you to thank you so much for this day, to thank you so much for the gift of life, to thank you so much for everything, O oh God, that you have given us. My Lord, we pray to thank you so much for the gift of life. We pray to thank you so much for your love that is unconditional. We thank you so much, dear Lord, for your masses that are new every morning. We thank you for the protection. We thank you for the provision. We thank you for the guidance, O Lord. Most of all, we thank you for the gift of salvation. And we thank you for your word that heals our wounds. We thank you, Abba Father. King of kings, Lord of lords, we pray to surrender this day into your hands. And everything that concerns it, we pray a blessing upon today. That everything that we touch, everything we do, will be blessed of you, O Lord. Everything we think about will be blessed of you. All our ideas will be blessed of you, O Lord. King of glory, as we prepare to hear and to to listen from you, O God, I pray that all the other voices may be silenced and yours and yours alone will be heard. We are ready to listen from you. Please, Please, Lord, speak to us. In your own way. We are ready. Take your position. Take your place in us, O oh Lord. Thank you. Thank you once again. And through your Son, we have been able to pray with thanksgiving. And all God's people say, Amen and Amen. Thank you very much. Wow, 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 wow. Nehemiah chapter 3, chapter 2. Verse 1 to 3. May we open our Bibles uh, to that portion of Scripture. Accepting the reality. Wow. Nehemiah, uh, Nehemiah appeared with a sad face in the presence of the king. Which had never happened. And of course the, uh, the king looked at him while he was serving and he he noticed that something was not right with nehemiah and the king questioned nehemiah why he appeared uh why he appeared to the king with such a sorrowful face with such a sad face and of course nehemiah was a little bit frightened was scared, for it was too dangerous to appear in front of a king to serve the king with such a sorrowful faith, of course, the king would eliminate anyone that displeased him, so Nehemiah was scared of, the, of what may happen uh, of, of what may happen to him after the king had noticed that he had that he was serving him with such a sad face. But here is our lesson this morning to learn from Nehemiah. Nehemiah accepted. That he was scared, but he refused to allow fear to stop him from doing what God had called him to do. Amen. He told him the reasons for his sorrow. And people of God, when we allow fear to rule us, to rule over us, we make fear more powerful than our Father in heaven. I really appreciate Nehemiah that though he was frightened, though he was scared, he did not allow fear to rule over him. He explained himself and he was allowed to go and do what the Lord had called him to do. People of God, our question this morning is Is there a task God wants you to do but fear is holding you back? Is the Lord calling you to make corrections in your boss's lifestyle and fear is holding you back thinking it will only end in tears? It will only lead to losing my job. Is the Lord calling you to do something in your church? in your office, in your home, in your country, in your neighborhood, in, in any place. And you're scared of what people will think or what people will say about you, fearing that people will call you a wiseacre, a wannabe. Or some people will live your life for speaking the truth or for doing something for the Lord one thing that we should never ever forget is that God is greater than all our fears. May this one thing be for us to remember that when God assigns you or calls you, he accompanies you, he helps you, and surely no weapon fashioned against you will be able to prosper. If Nehemiah hadn't conquered all his fears and the chief of fear, the devil, the walls of Jerusalem would have never been rebuilt. Fear is the weapon of the devil. Fight it as much as you can for the sake of doing the work of God. Fight it as much as you can for the sake of God's work. Blessings upon blessings, the day is yours for the taking go and win the day from claire Bwinger to you all is a happy lent period goodbye